Hi friends, my name is Amanda Houston. I'm an entrepreneurial mom that homeschools my four amazing kids. To my husband, Jason, and myself, family is our favorite thing. We hope to provide some inspiration for others. So have a great day and enjoy. podcast friends. So I want to talk to you about some books I have read recently. I read a lot of books. Um, like 104% of all books that I read are nonfiction. Seriously, I don't know the last time I have read a fictional book. I try um, sometimes, but they just usually don't capture my attention as much, but that's okay, right? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And I don't know if you do this, but I never read one book at a time. I seriously have probably usually at least two, but probably four to five books that I'm reading. And two will be like absolutely serious reading, whether it be personal growth or motivation or one, and then maybe uh, business oriented or learning a new skill another way. But then I'll have a handful of books that might be another skill that I'm working on or cookbooks. I consider those legit books that I'm reading and looking through um, just to learn new things. But I never read one book at a time. Are you like that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's the way I am. Anyway, I have been reading even more lately because people that read more are more successful. And I have some things in my life that I want to be more successful and grow with. And reading is one way to do it. And so I want to share two books that I have read recently and enjoyed. Um, I had one that I started to read and I got about fourth way in and I decided I didn't like it. And I won't even share that one, I guess, because what's the point? Um, but here's two books that I did like. One is called Life's Golden Ticket by Brendan Burchard. And I'm going to spend a little bit more time on that one in a second. And then the other book is called The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And um, Life's Golden Ticket book I actually got from the library and we'll be returning that soon if you're in my area and you want to read that. And then the 10X rule, I wouldn't be surprised if libraries had it, but I ended up getting it um, on Grant Cardone's website. He has a free book plus shipping and handling. And so it was like $8 for a hardcover book. And I'm really enjoying these free book plus shipping and handling offers because they're at least half um, off of what you would pay off of Amazon because the promoters are, are, they basically are giving the book away for free and then paying somebody to uh, ship it out and pay for the shipping. So it's pretty cool. So I have enjoyed getting uh, several new books like that over the past couple of months, which this is one of them. And I actually, when I ordered it, I opted into bumping up my order for a couple extra dollars, like four, I think, which I thought was pretty good for the audio. I don't listen to a whole lot of audiobooks, And one reason is they are they are kind of expensive and sometimes they're more expensive than the book. But also, even though I like noise, um, I, I don't like quiet. Even if I'm doing something, I almost always have something in the background whether it be a webinar or a podcast or music like Pandora is playing all the time or my favorite One Direction on YouTube um, or even just Netflix, you know, washing the dishes or whatever. There's usually something, I, I don't know, it's probably a brain error that I don't like peace and quiet. 
but I always have something going on. But my fear with audiobooks is because those are just like background noises and they're there, but I'm not super paying attention to them when I have to have that extra noise. But when you buy an audiobook, you know, you want to give it the attention and listen to it. So I don't, I haven't purchased too many, not knowing how well I could focus on them, but I decided to with this one and I'm really glad I did. So I do have the hardcover book, but then I also have the audio and Grant Cardone reads it himself and he adds a little excerpts in there, which is funny and blunt because that's the way he is. Um, and I think it was more powerful to hear it maybe instead of read it, to hear it in his voice, in his terms, instead of mine. And Grant Cardone, uh, if I would ever meet in person, I would probably be very intimidating. But uh, from afar, he is really impressive. Um, I'm chuckling at the cover, inside cover of this book because there's a older picture of him and he looks um, kind of way different than he does now. He's in his 60s, but he's super fit. Um, like traveling the world with his family and you, there's just a lot of things as, about his life that we, we would probably like to all have. But he himself is very blunt, very in your face, um, not really going to take any excuses and th that would be a lot in person. But it's good to absorb it through a book or through audiobook. Um, and this one is called the 10x rule. And it is, um, oh shoot, lost my page. Hold on, hold on. It's basically just doing everything amplified. 10x, 10 times. Um, putting in the effort, putting in the, the uh, customer service, you know, making it excellent. And then will come out, you know, tenfold or more on the other side as well. He goes into divine, um, define success. He says there is no shorted, shortage of success. And I think that's true. Uh, we all have a mindset that, well, somebody else has done this. There's, there's none left for us. That's baloney. Um, success is important. And he says success is also your duty. I mean, if you have something to share or if you're able to reach out and help people, you need to do that. Uh, so it is kind of a kick in the pants, if you will. Um, a lot of he goes on to say, and I'm just jumping around through the book here, but to give you some highlights. There are people that will do nothing when an opportunity or situation arises. There are people that will retreat. And there are people that will take normal levels of action. You know, maybe in our jobs or career, we all kind of do what we need to do. And then there are people that will take massive action. And those are the people that are going to be successful. Those are the, going to be the people that are going to reach their goals and dreams. Not only reach them, but reach them faster. Um, one of the chapters is called Obsession Isn't a Disease, It's a Gift. And he's referring it to being obsessed with something like that is your focus. That is all that you focus on right now and for the time being, not necessarily forever and ever and ever, but to get stuff done, to get where you want to be. Um, I suppose it would be similar to what some people call hustle and, you know, focusing on the same thing for a chunk of time. But obsession isn't a disease. It's a gift. So this this book was good. Uh, this audiobook was good, and I will listen to it again 
And I didn't even notice this. Um, the back of the book, he has a whole um, like glossary of terms to define uh, the do's and the do nots, contact, campaign, so forth. I didn't notice that. That was kind of funny. Okay. 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. I do suggest it. Um, not necessarily for business people, but for anybody that wants to live their life a little stronger. Okay, now, Life's Golden Ticket um, is an inspirational novel, it says, is motivational, and it threw me for a loop because Brendan Burchard is like the number one um, performing performance coach in the world. Brendan Burchard is uh, calm and relaxed and positive, and he would be very easy to talk to, I think, um, in person. He'd be very welcoming. He has helped a lot of people. His steps are manageable and easy. Um, but this book is unlike everything else that I know him for. Um so it's kind of intriguing, you know, like, how do people come up with these stories? So the back of it says, what if you were given a ticket that could magically start your life anew? And so the situation in this book, um, this book, I guess, would be fictional. So I did read a fiction book, um, but only because Brendan Burchard <laughs> wrote it. That's how I got there. Um, it's about a engaged couple and the lady ends up getting hurt and ends up in the hospital and so while she is recovering the guy and they hadn't been getting along great and they they were both struggling with some things in their life and um she tells him to go up to where this carnival used to be the carnival grounds in the town that are no longer there anymore but she sends him up there and he goes up there and it's empty, as you would expect, because it's not there anymore. And the book, um, I won't say like horror or scary, but this book was suspense. That's the right word. Suspense. This book, I was like, what is going to happen? What is going on? Because it changed from nobody being there to it being full of life. And everybody being at the carnival. And I'm like, who are these people? Are these ghosts? Where did these people come from? Um, and it will not really reveal all that to you. But one, so he walks around the carnival with um, a coach, a mentor, um, one of the people from the from the fair. And he's, he's learning as he grows. And he's... Um, remembering some experiences of his childhood and so forth and so he's getting these these little these little nuggets of um information and motivation and inspiration and he gets two different rides and he gets to like he goes and sees the the um fortune teller with the crystal ball and he rides on the carousel and it brings back memories from the past um, and so forth. So there's all these different chunks and, and reasons, not reasons, um, situations that he learns about. And I highlighted one spot. If you give me a second, I will read it. Okay, so he gets to the um, 
the bumper boats. And I think we can all relate to, actually, you can relate to a lot of this book. Like, oh, yeah, I've done that. Oh, yeah. But this was kind of a fun way to think of it. It gets to the bumper boats, you know, where the um, the boats are in the water and there's not usually a huge space, but you try and go around and splash each other's the boats there in those little tubey things. He says, but there, the guy running the ride, his name is Squirt. He says, there are two kinds of kids, Squirt said. He rubbed his chin pensively as though he had just, although this had just occurred to him for the first time. There are the spinners and the sailors. The spinners are the kids who hop on the boat and head for the open water. They're the explorers. They have the dream and they're going to set out for it. Yeah, they're the dreamers and the doers. They know exactly what they want and where they're going. And no matter what bumps into them, they'll get there because they keep steering in that direction. They're the ones you hear screaming, get out of my way. The sailors are vocal about what they want. Once they get to the other side, then they'll come back and bump everyone else. Okay? When I blow my whistle, he's still talking about the ride. When I blow my whistle, everyone knows it's time's up. The sailors end up on the other side of the pool, away from where they started. They gladly hop out of their boats because they got what they wanted. They got to their goal and they got to have fun bumping other boats. Okay? They went for it. They did it. Now he twists. And Squirt, the ride operator, again says, and he points to a little boy still stuck in the pool after the ride's over. He says, then you got the spinners. The spinners. He says, well, actually, they start like the sailors. They also want to head for the open water. But as soon as everyone gets going, the spinners realize quickly there are a lot of people in the pool. They realize how hard it is to steer. So the spinner does something unique. The spinner makes an assumption, and it's hard to steer my boat without bumping into other people, so I won't be able to make it to the other side. Spinners give up quickly. They'll say, well, I guess I can't make it to the other side, so I'll just have fun here by myself and spin. They might even bump into a few people. They do something that is entirely unhelpful to their original goal and everyone else's goal. They spin in one place. Bumping and blocking everyone from getting to the other side without even knowing it. Most of the time, spinners spin quietly. When I blow the whistle for everyone to stop, there's the last ones to the dock, and they are almost always disappointed with the ride. He's talking about because they headed out for something, but they didn't do it. They didn't get there. And most of it was because they made their own assumption that they couldn't. There's too many people out there. Like we said in the 10x rule, um, somebody else has already had success, so I can't. Well, that's not true. There's enough, enough success out there for everybody. So that is, I think, very relatable to all of us. Um, are you a spinner or a sailor? And we've probably all been both at times. And I think most of the time we usually want to be the sailor. We want to be the explorer and go to the other side. So that particular um, section of the book was just part of it, obviously. And the character goes around the carnival. And then, um, and I, like I said, I was unsure where this was all going and what was going to happen. But a little heads up, it, it all turns out, it all turns out okay. It all turns out good. Um, 
but it was it was a very unique twist on Brendan's uh, perspective. But very cool. Okay, if you have book suggestions, I'd love to have them because I'm always looking at books at the library or on Amazon or wherever. But if you want to check these out, they are called Life's Golden Ticket by Brendan Burchard and The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. All right. Happy reading, everyone.